And I did not see you log in to the call. Why is my voice so high right now? Because that's how high your voice is? Not normally. It's normally higher? Yeah. Good Why is it so high, not extremely high? It's lower than usual. Does anyone yeah. want to make a... Does anyone want to, no, no, never mind. All right. Um, that's the new theme song, by the way. Did anybody want to... Uh, never mind. All right. Uh, this. Oh, did, are you going to re, remaster it? Re-record it? Okay. I was just going ahead and getting my voice on there as like a, a underlying thing. Oh, good call. Good call. Hi, Logan. You say yeah, something, you too, Dylan. Buddy. What? I got so many things to say. I can't stop saying things. Say something, for example. Oh, for example, um, uh-huh. did you know that Wikipedia is a fruit and a vegetable? That's not true. I'd look it up on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me look it up. Uh, you can take a couple minutes on that. Okay. Maybe five minutes. Uh huh. And podcast time, go. So, this week's movie was Super Mario Brothers All-Stars Melee Smash, starring Mario Van Peebles as Mario. And Luigi... uh, Van Mario. Luigi Van Mario as Luigi. And a little cantankerous old dead white guy as Bowser. Woody Allen, that's right. Hey, Logan, you're just in time to talk to us about the Mario Brothers movie. Come on in. Uh, oh, we're going to talk mind. about that. All right. The podcast uh, is fine. Never mind. All right. Uh, I think now's a good time. It's 7 o'clock on Sunday. Public's my clothes at 8 o'clock. All Welcome to the only movie about which there is a podcast. You guys are ready to talk about a movie? Ooh. What, what did that mean? Uh, it's yes. Okay, cool. No! Let's talk about that movie or whatever. No. Yay! Alright. So, what do we watch? Super Mario Pine. Hey! Plus. Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. All right, Wikipedia, Super Mario Brothers movie. I have to admit that I did not see the film this week, but I saw it when I was a kid. Uh, I think Dan Castellaneta narrates the first part, talks about dinosaurs, gives the history of dinosaurs. All right, you want me to introduce the movie? Uh, you I can mean, let me try it again. You don't want to. Yeah, you do I'm it, Dylan. closer every time. It's called The Place Beyond the Pines, though. Do that one. All right. And this week's movie is, hey, where'd you go to those pines? Starring Ryan Gosling and the Green Goblin and Danny Tamparelli. Green Gosling. Yep. Like Gosling, like Goblin. Gosling from Darkwing Duck. Yep. 
All right, so this movie stars a bunch of white dudes. Um, and Eva Mendes is there, too. And a black dude. Yeah. All right, so this movie is called The Place Beyond the Pines. It's a 2000 and something release, I assume. It looks pretty recent. And 2012, I believe. 2012. Uh, it is a Netflix release. Uh, I think the app just updated. It looks, looks like it updated for uh, bug fixes. So watch out for those bugs, guys. They'll get you. All right. So no one has interrupted me yet, so I better keep talking about the movie. Uh, this is a... I don't want to say anything. I'm going to spoil it. Uh, this is a, a movie. Hey, and welcome to the movie. This week's right. movie is The Place Beyond the Pines. We watched it, and uh, it's got the people in it, and at least one of them's an Academy Award winner. And what did you think about uh, is it, Is it Bradley everyone? Cooper? Ugh. Wait, did he win an I Academy mean, Award? I it's Bradley Cooper, that's going to be the sad... I Ryan was thinking Gosling of is a really good actor, Mahershala Ali. He's also a really good actor. He's a damn good actor. Yeah, who? Charla Hedshala Ali. That's yeah. racist, Dylan. Um, what are we talking that's, about? That's I think. So, Logan, what do you think of the movie, and do you recommend it? I. It's hard to recommend because this movie is long. Very long. <laughs> it is very very long. It's two and a half hours long. You know what else is two and a half hours long? Star Wars. Lord of the Rings movies are double that length. Yeah. No, they aren't. Think about Wait, it. which Star Wars? It's not true at all. <laughs> the DOS Boot miniseries is six hours long, Logan, and you dare to call this movie That's a miniseries, not a single movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. That's a two-night production, Logs. It's a maxi-series. This is a really good film, but it's long. I mean, it's hard to recommend it just because of that fact alone. But it's really good. The narrative is a little strange, though. Because the, it seems like the protagonist switches three times during the film. Yeah, this has a very unconventional three-act structure. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a really good film. But that during the first part, when it started, I wasn't really that into it, though I recognized it was done well. Then when it started breaking up, it kind of shifted over. I was like, oh, I got a lot more interest into it. And then it shifted over again. And okay, that Audience, that's two shifts, if you're following yes, along. Two shifts. It's pretty neat. So, I mean, if you can sit through it, like two and a half hour film, yeah, check it out. It's really good. Do you have any tips to help uh, that? Uh, get on a tablet and surf the web. So we're doing it. Yeah, or just like lay down in bed Yeah, don't pay okay. attention to it. Maybe sit on your hands. Does that help you guys? What do you do to get when you have to do something for more than an hour? Wouldn't that just make your hands fall asleep as well as your ass? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you're focused on how weird your body feels, and then you can just watch the movie. And then, you and then start by, before you know it, two and a half hours later, and you just saw a place beyond the pines. Doing the strange Palmer technique. I don't know about that, but uh, so Logan is lukewarm on this movie. Matt, how do you feel about Ryan's pines? Uh, pines. Same thing. It's hard to recommend two and a half hour movie. Uh, I kind of didn't like it the first time I saw it, but I rewatched it and uh, now I like it. I think I stopped liking it around the uh, the the first turn. Maybe uh, maybe it was just because I didn't like what was happening. You know, not uh, not that I didn't like the movie as much with our but, country. Uh, I'll I'll talk some more later about specific things that I didn't like about it. But if you want to see a sprawling epic on a tiny, insignificant scale, check it out. Dylan, what did you think of your minute? 
yeah, it, it almost lost me halfway through. The second act I thought was pretty weak. But uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie, guys. Which is great because it already had to fight against the like bad mood I was in by seeing how long this movie was when I started it. So, uh, and it fought against that. And it, and it won. I, if I was being very reductive, which I usually am, I would say this movie is like Crash, but not sh- shitty. <laughs> Uh, and it's dealing very more reductive. with, well, dealing more with, uh, like parental stuff instead of like race stuff, I guess. Although that's there as well. Little. What bit. did you say? I'm sorry. Uh, this movie me? was also directed by a Scientologist. No, it was directed no. by Direction France, this country of France. It took a lot of people to make it, and it really shows on film. Cool. They all contributed something. All right, now that we're spoiling it. How many acts does this movie have? Three. I don't agree with that. Debate me. No. If I wanted to do that, I would have came with a position rather than asking a question. I'm not here to teach you. I'm here to beat you. It's got three acts. I'm going to rub your nose in it. Each act. I made it rhyme. I punched up your thing. So it was written by Cien France. And Ben Cacchio and Darius Rucker. Or, nope. wait. No, it wasn't. Darius Martyr. Redact that. Yes. I like the Brazen 95. That's a, uh, that's a Hootie reference. Hootie the Blowfish. No one yes. else had that CD at their house? All right. I think everyone did, whether you wanted it or not. Um, it came pre-installed. The movie starts... I'm going to take this beat by beat so we know everything that happened in the movie. Every single thing. Here's how the movie starts. It starts with Ryan Gosling with his shirt off playing with a butterfly knife. And that's how you know right away that his character is cool and a scumbag. Such a cool guy. Also, he's got a red leather jacket. That's how you can tell it's the 90s because that's when red leather jackets were super cool. Yep. Instead of just like ironically cool, are you know things that nerds wear? Uh, Logan, what do you think about this cool dude? I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Oh, that <laughs> you don't know what to think. That's a lot of what Ryan Gosling's performance was. Was not knowing oh, what to think. He didn't know what to think. Ryan Gosling is great, a great actor, but he always does the same thing. Uh, he he always is kind of kind of doesn't say much and has a lot of pregnant looks everywhere. Pregnant looks. That's his. That's his go-to vacancy acting. He was even. Um, yeah, but like sometimes his eyes look the same size. Sometimes. Yeah, occasionally. That's sometimes. a little difference. Some some depth. Well, he even did the thing that George Clooney does, right? Where he looks, he like looks at a thing and he looks down and he looks back up. He did that. He did that. There was a scene of that in this movie where he does the look down and the look up. So, Eva Mendez was in Ghost Rider as the love interest. Eva Mendez is also the most prominent uh, female character in this film. That also involves a stunt rider on a motorcycle. Who has a flaming skull? Or, no, that was the other movie. Um, Yeah, I like the uh, opening tracking shot, though. It's just the one long shot of him playing with his knife and stabs the wall because he's a cool dirtbag and then walks through the crowd at, like, a fair to the... The uh, globe of death for him to ride the motorcycle, the three guys riding it around in the globe of death. On his way there, think I heard Vuvuzelas. Do you hear that? That annoying Ooh, horn sound? We better get to IMDb, because I don't think they existed in America in that time period. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that like a prototype, an earlier version? 
I actually wondered if that was Foley or if that was the people. I read that they had people trying to distract extras from looking at Ryan Gosling as he walked through the fair. They had like a ton of ruined takes from people looking at shirtless Ryan Gosling. And or I mean, we've all been there, right? I, I mean, like, like that's more realistic if they would have left those in. in that's what. Honesty. That's what I said. As long as they don't look at the camera, I think people would be looking at shirtless Ryan Gosling in his red leather jacket. Do you find that a carnival and like a super hot carny like started walking up in a super cool way with a cigarette? I would stare at him too. Yeah. Who's this carny with his neck tattoos? What's that neck tattoo say? You want to know? Did you like that it was the same font uh, as the thing that he wrote when he wrote a letter? I as his handwriting, his signature yeah. when he was. <laughs> yeah, that's the best he can write. I think. I think it's I, I, it's got a cool style on it. Maybe he taught himself to write from doing his own tattoos. So this I movie deals with so. a he lot of themes. He couldn't afford uh, paper. Well, Logan, that's the great thing. You can never tell with Ryan Gosling performances if he's bright or not. Right? That's that's always the that's always the no. Rub. Like I could definitely tell because. Did really stupid shit. <laughs> R is it a socioeconomic thing? He doesn't have role models, and he's super poor. He could have turned out great, like AJ. Yeah, was he making a point? So this movie has a lot of deep uh, things to say about um, uh, the family structure, about institutional intransigence, and a lot of other things. But I think we should talk about how Ryan Gosling always wore an inside-out shirt, and he wore the same one. Yeah, I was wondering time. about that. What Did was he that know about? He was in a movie and had, had to <laughs> Let's keep spend a long time on this. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, uh, he, I like to pretend that this that Ryan Gosling. This is like an altering universe um, from his Drive character, where in this one he's like a total shithead instead of in Drive, where he's just like you know he's like a good natured, simple, quiet guy who just gets in with a bad crowd. I, I think he would like turns out to be a little worse than the crowd he gets in with, though. But um. My guess with the shirt is that he just wears free shirts that he gets from wherever, but he just doesn't want to wear whatever logo is on it. He's the worst kind of hipster. The kind that isn't trying to be a hipster? That you go around so much. Like, you so aren't a hipster that you circle around and become a a piece of crap. Mm. Because you're trying so not. Luckily for his character, he didn't live to see hipsters become a thing. Oh, yeah. Thank before b- before we move on, I wanted to uh, tell you something about the Globe of Death thing. The guy who was originally supposed to be the DP, who was the uh, he was the director of photography on Saint France's uh, other film, Blue Valentine. He was supposed to DP on this, too, but he canceled like weeks before it started because he had a dream that uh he would die shooting the globe of death scene and so he dropped out and uh france got a different dp and that guy had to be hospitalized when a motorcycle fell on his head happy halloween everybody What's scarier, that a man was injured by a motorcycle or that another man had a premonition of that? Mm, hmm. If it was one without the other, I don't think either one is scary, but both together equals a scary. Do you guys think we're going to be able to enjoy Deadpool 2 when it comes out? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Will all the theaters serve beer by then? Forcibly. Yeah. To- 
make the experience better, we can hope. They force feed it to you? Yeah, they put it in the seat. Um, you soak it through the skin. By the time you're out of that movie, you, two and a half hours in that chair, you are soaked. Like beer baths? Gross. Yeah. So you think that first DP would have died? I think he would have been fine. Uh, Ooh. Uh, Derek Sanfrance said that the second DP, he asked him, like he told him about the other guy dropping out because of his premonition. And he's like, do you think uh, you'll be killed if you do this? And the guy was like, I was a war photographer for eight years. You're not going to kill me with this movie. And he was right. And he didn't. Yeah. yeah. And then Ava Mendez shows up and her nipples are hard. Uh, which brings me to my next... All right, let me put... Wait, wait, how long have we been on this podcast? It took us 21 minutes on this call for someone to comment on that. I was waiting. And it was Matt. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was actually pretty sure. Surprisingly, it was, it was Matt. I actually didn't guys. notice. I'm a little disappointed in myself. All right, and 21.48, Logan pretended not to notice. Very good. <laughs> wow, my predictions are really lining oh, up. Wait, 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 what? Which part was hard? I Like, on a person? Oh, the nipples. Huh. The nipples, that's a, that's, oh, that is a part of the human anatomy. Oh. That's right. That, I never think about that. Nipple, that's a huh. funny word. Nipples. Hmm. Yeah. I think the double consonant sounds kind of make it sound funny. That leads me to my next and only question. Is this a feminist movie? Probably yes. not, right? Yeah, it is? Okay. Let's talk about how uh, they put, okay, right, uh, what's his name? Bradley White Coops? Uh, he looks, he White looks Bradley about Coops. the same. He looks about the same after 15 years. But Eva Mendes yeah. looks completely haggard. It's just like the, like the 15 <laughs> years have taken the worst toll on her. And at first I was annoyed by that. And then I realized, like, oh, they're just like, she's she's literally, like, her life was ripped apart by this the system and Bradley Cooper and his dad. So yeah. Her physical appearance. Her, so her physical appearance reflects that. It's just funny to see, like, Bradley Cooper, like, hey, I'm the same guy. <laughs> yeah, everything Jesus. got easier for him and everything got harder for her. Right. Um, yes. So this movie has three acts. The first act is Ryan Gosling That's doing me. kind of doing drive, but you know, kind of like a a more realistic, shittier version of it. Um, doing some Grand Theft Auto bank missions. Um, and then the second act is Bradley Cooper, the officer who takes him down, uh, dealing with the fallout and repercussions of the life that he took. Yeah, it's because uh, Ryan Gosling finds out that. Uh... Story as old as time that the lady he hooked up with last year uh, got pregnant from the carny, and now he's got a baby, and he decides to stay. And uh, what was what was her what was her husband's uh, name? Kofi. Yeah, Kofi. Yes, man, he can do better. She totally cheated on him too. Kofi Can Cam. Yeah, I know. I thought she was she was kind of shitty in that way. like letting Ryan Gosling's into their life just because she had his baby, you know that's good. But um, he's talking to her about like running away, like just let's just take off. I got this trailer. I'll get a truck. We'll go off. And she's like, "That sounds like a nice dream." And it's like, "Wait, what about the guy whose house you live at?" The guy who lets you, your baby, and your mother live at his house. And it's even more tragic, because it seems like he has a really good rapport with the Green Goblin, too. That's very sad. 
Yeah, and I liked, uh, I kind of liked how, uh, I still don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, that kid played the Green Goslins. You're he right. He was the goblin that almost was, but never will be. Uh, yeah. But the, uh, I liked the sort of realistic dirtbaggedness of, um, them like stupid, passive aggressive Ryan Gosling hanging out and just kind of, being an annoying dick without really doing anything. It was very like, I don't know, like Tennessee Williams play or something. It was very like, all right, I'm a poor jerk. Uh, and I, I try to kind of do what's right, but I've got like a really bad temper and I don't have the tools or education to deal with my problems other than, you know, criminality and violence. Like that's, I've, I have no role models. The only things that have worked for me also uh, keep getting me into jail and <laughs> trouble. And uh, there you like go. Like being a so, yeah, this three acts, and the third act is their kids. Their kids uh, meet, and then uh, Ryan Gosling's kids' life gets um, worsened by interacting with uh, Danny Tamburelli. That was him, right? AJ, hey. Avery. Oh yeah. I don't think um, you know who Danny Tamburelli is. Yeah, he's that jerk from Grand Theft Auto. He's that bad. He's that fail son. Let me see. His name was Ray Liotta. No, oh, Emory Cohen. So do you think when they had their first bank heist... Well, first off, I'm, I haven't been to a bank in the last, like, 15 years that didn't have, like, a giant glass, like, protective window. But yeah, that was new back in the then. 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah? Also, supposedly, like, Derek C. M. France said that... I guess... I think this was, like, maybe back when he was doing mm. Blue Valentine with Ryan Gosling's. Um... He said that he asked Ryan Gosling, like, oh, you're getting all successful now and you've done so much. What in life have you always wanted to do? What do you still want to do? And he said he always wanted to rob a bank. And he asked him how he'd do it. He said, I think I'd use a motorcycle because it's more maneuverable. And then I'd stash it in the back of a truck because the cops would be looking for a motorcycle instead of a truck. And Derek Sanfrance was like, Hey, that's the movie I'm writing for you to be in. Now sign this form saying that you did not have this movie for the idea of the the the, the movie I was in. I mean, Ryan Gosling's such a cool guy. Yeah. Also, based on these stories, I keep wondering if Derek Sam France is a liar, but I'll give him the benefit of a doubt. Uh, he is not a liar. He is a storyteller. He weaves a vib. And he also got German there at the end. Weaves a vib. Uh, so, Ryan Gosling had a lot of good ideas about how to rob banks. Do you think it was a, his idea to make that dog dance when he uh, when he robbed the first bank? Probably. That was a that was a weird scene. Yeah. Do you think like was someone on site to make sure he didn't mess up that dog when he forcibly made him dance? No. I think they broke some laws here. I think you're right. I think actually the first dog dancing scene resulted in the dog becoming paralyzed. And that's why the dog wasn't dancing under its own power. They were like wiggling its body around. No, I thought the first dog. So they were like, were they like weekend at Bernie's in it? No, it wasn't dead. But oh my I God, guess that you would could... be a much better movie. You're just completely paralyzed. You can't talk either. You're just oh, a puppet. That that's sounds like uh, such a horrifying premise. No, weekend at Bernie's, you're a corpse. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's better to be trapped in the prison of your own body than not alive. Oh my god, what a different movie! And you're just like being like you—you you are completely. Oh my god, that movie's already pretty, pretty disturbing. 
So this movie has three acts. Shut up. Hey. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think I was just enjoying watching Ryan Gosling, Rob Banks is kind of why I didn't like the turn so much. The first time I watched it. He looks so cool. It was fun. I could have just watched him rob a bunch of banks and then the movie ends, I guess. I mean, that's a fantastic twist, right? You don't. What, what other movie have you ever seen where Ryan Gosling, where it sets up Ryan Gosling to be the, the troubled protagonist, the troubled anti-hero, and then quickly into the movie, he makes a lot of deci- like a, a lot of decisions that are irredeemable, and then he gets shot and killed. And then, oh, that's right, you remember, Bradley Cooper's in this movie. And then, oh, I guess he takes over as a protagonist. Uh, yeah, that's a great twist. That's a great twist. And again, I feel like this is made specifically for people who have seen Drive. Because it's such a, <laughs> it's such a, like take on that um i don't know yeah. i i guess just in like general terms just to like burn through these notes uh i mean this is a good movie this is well the story is well told acted really well specifically i mean obviously you know ryan gosling and bradley cooper they're gonna put in good performances rose Byrne does great does does very well uh but the kid the their kids do a fantastic job of being like you know like shithead high school students they are they do such a great like they're they, they do it just as well as like the heavy hitter you know, triple A Hollywood actors. I think everybody's really performance me. in the movie was pretty good. I kind of felt like, um, uh, Bruce Greenwood, this might've been the best acting I recall seeing him doing. Oh, patron saint of this podcast, Bruce Greenwood. Yes. I should say the only other movie I've seen with Bruce Greenwood in it is, uh, the one where he played the old West times dude. What was that so, called? So you didn't watch Star Trek, and you didn't watch um, that movie I made you watch. No. Where he's the dad. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry I All lied. Right. Oops. Oh, yeah, I got a note here. This, I thought it was funny that um, uh, Ryan Gosling's he busts Academy Award winner Kofi's like, eye socket, because they are buttonheads. Anyways, that's when he goes to court and the judge sets bail and he slaps him with this thing that sets him back where uh, the court bans him from doing assaults until after the matter is resolved. That sucks. Yeah, nice try. You're not getting out of this one, Ryan Gosling. Can't do any assaults anymore. No deal, buddy. Also, there was a goof I found when he... um, uh, Bradley Cooper shoots him out the window and then he splats on the pavement and those cops outside run up to his bloody corpse and they're like, put your hands on your head! Put your fucking hands on your head! Uh, that part they got right. That is what would have happened. But the cops didn't shoot his corpse at all. Goof. <laughs> yeah, he was untouched. Yeah. You think they would have done something or fake some kind of something? No, they just waited till after to um, be silly. So that's a great transition, Matt. Thanks. Uh, let's talk about. Let's do the segment on the show where we talk about the thing we didn't like in the movie and the thing that I didn't like was the second act. Uh, it gets the Bradley very, Cooper act. The Bradley Cooper act. He was fine in it, but the like. Also, what do you think about that pending legislation, the Bradley Cooper act? Oh, the Bradley Cooper act. Oh, I hope it passes. Yeah, I'm aching for that tax break. All right, thanks, Brad. Um, yeah, the all the all the cops that aren't Bradley Cooper, and even kind of Bradley Cooper a little bit, they're all out of like central cop casting, right? They're all like, I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, 
But Ray Liotta is even the head corrupt cop. Like, yeah. he shows up on screen, like, hey, what's going on? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, they're all the doughiest white guys, you know, with, like, with mustaches. He's just so and... perfect, though, as the inscrutable guy. Ray Liotta you, is the inscrutable yeah, you, guy? You just, you feel like he's up to something, but you're not quite sure. But you know he is because he's Ray Liotta. Just looking at him, though, you know there's something going on. <laughs> It's a lot like when uh, I, I was at uh, Epcot woo, last weekend, and I rode the Soren ride for the first time. And you know how on, on rides in theme parks they have like little intro videos that tell you like not to touch the rail or whatever, and they usually have actors. Uh, it was the guy. Uh, it was what's his name? The guy who played Putty on Seinfeld and Kronk and a million other things. And the Tick. I, I should really know his name. Uh, Patrick Warburton. That's yeah. the one. Uh, he came on screen to tell us like to wear seatbelts and shit, and people just in the crowd just started laughing. Just by seeing his face at a Disney theme park. That's a lot of, like what happened when I saw Ray Liotta. I was uh, reading a mental health article recently, very serious. Uh, and I just started laughing because the expert's name was Jeffrey Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal with this horrible societal problems? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that part was a little... So- that That's when the movie gets the closest to losing me, is when it turns into like, hey, we're corrupt cops, eh? This guy tried to kill you. Let's go to his family and his wife and, you know, his his, his uh, girlfriend and his kid and let's go take their money. Yeah, let's go. You want this, right, Bradley Cooper? Yeah, let's get a taste. And then his dad yeah. is like, you know, like the like Supreme Court justice kind of like, oh, come on. Ah, it's fine. Let's make it happen. Anyway, yeah. that's the part where it comes close to losing. That was kind of uh, torture for Bradley Cooper's <laughs> character, too, because. I think he agreed to go with them because he was just desperate for people. They said, we're going to introduce him to a bunch of people who think he's a hero or something. And I think he was just desperate for people to tell him he did the right thing because he didn't think he did. He's all guilty from killing that oh, guy. Oh, that's better. That's better. My thing was just like, oh, he, he read the situation as we're going to go get beers or go to a strip club or something. And it turned into like, we're going to go rob this lady. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, like I think it's much more poignant, poignant. I like that more. And that's like the moment when he actually says, like when they say that, he's like, yeah, that sounds great. I'd like to go. No, Bradley Cooper does a good job. I, I, I give him grief, but he, he actually does. He shows a lot of range. He, he does a great job here. Yeah. He shows a lot of range where like Ryan Gosling doesn't, even though that's like what Ryan Gosling is really good at. Not showing a lot of range. Yeah, Derek C. in front said something about that he wrote this role with Bradley Cooper in mind, and like he didn't want to do it without Bradley Cooper. That he was like the the guy that everyone thinks is a hero, but inside is like all guilt ridden and shitty or something. You know, it's like is that just what he thinks of Bradley Cooper? We, that's Frencher, yes. I see. Uh, so this movie that's uh, Spanish is, for. Oi, yes. Oh, yes. Oi, vey. Uh, so this movie, sure. is, you can tell the guy who made this movie knows how to make movies because he'll do stuff like, uh, like, like, like Ryan Gosling's Robert Friend will reference Hall and Oates, call them Hall and Oates. And then when Bradley Cooper's in a cop car, when they make off with the money from Eva Mendez, like Hall and Oates is playing and little things where like Ryan Gosling goes to his baby, surreptitiously goes to his baby being baptized. And then like Bradley Cooper after after all that stuff happens is like in a pool with his dad, you know, like being like reborn to this kind of like, like the opposite of baptism or he's being baptized into being like a corrupt fucking cop or being out for himself kind of a thing. The kid uh, who's been like neglected because his neglected dad his, yeah. has a hard time looking at him. 
well, that too, <laughs> that too. But uh, yeah, you can tell the person who made this movie makes the movies. They use the they use like the language of film. They, they actually use like visual tells uh, to connect things without you know using words even. Yeah, that's what that, I really yeah. love. Blue Valentine, like there's so little going on there, like narratively, but it was it's just one of those movies that I just loved every moment of it. I don't know if I loved it every moment. I mean, I love that Ray Liotta was Valentine. on screen, but I don't... Oh, you're talking about Blue Velvet. Okay. Yeah. Like, I love that Ray Liotta was on screen, Blue but I, I didn't love how Blue Velveteen... Blue Velveteen Velvet Rabbit. Is a David Lynch movie, I believe. Blue Valentine, I think, is the other movie this guy directed. And Blue yes. Velveteen is my fan uh, edit mashup of those two films. Ah. So, those kids... Uh... They did a great job. <laughs> And the whole, uh, yeah, it turns into, the second act turns into him, like, exposing the corrupt cops and getting them on tape and almost... But still kind of using it to enrich himself at the end, kind of. Yeah, like, at the advice of his dad, who I, is, like, teaching him to be a politician, I guess, and sort of almost practically blackmails Bruce Greenwood into making him assistant DA. He finally decides to play ball. Like, it, it, the movie hints that... Like, he has a fucking uh, law degree, right? And he's the son of a state Supreme Court justice, but yeah. he chose to be, like, a beat cop, of course. Yeah, and, and they're he all... to help out the little man and law and this and that, and then he finally decides to uh, dip into the kitty and uh, enrich himself for it. Because the cops are fucking assholes. It's not what he, yeah, thought, like, what he thought. I mean, he, he tried to, t- like, do the right thing, and he got kind of, like, told to shut the fuck up. Logan, so... you ever seen The Wire? No. Uh, you should. You probably like The Wire. This is also a movie about the evolution of a little computer brand called Compaq. What? Compaq Computers. Compaq Rosario, you remember this? You remember these computers? This is a great uh, flashback for me because I saw them in the 90s because they had the little, you know, they had the white, the white beige monitors with the Compaq logo. And then when AJ is going to his new school in Schenectica, I said that right? Uh, Yep, I did it. Uh, They have like the, like, compact computers that i had when i was in high school and it's just great you know it was, it was a great trip down memory lane it left me feeling warm and fuzzy at the, at the end when uh the green goblin repeated his dad's poor choices and kept the cycle uh going i remember thinking that part of the reason why i didn't like the end of the movie is because i hated aj and i was like he fucking is just bugging the shit out of me so much and i was wondering if it was like if it was a different actor if i would have liked it more and then when I rewatched this movie recently, I was like, man, that guy looks really familiar. Am I just remembering watching this movie before? I look it up. Emery Cohen is uh, the the guy that uh, Saoirse Ronan and I fell in love with in Brooklyn. Oh, he's the Italian? He's the Brooklyn guy. It's the Italian one, not the Irish one. I've Who, seen that. That's a good movie. Actually, the character he's playing in that, it's kind of similar to this character, just nicer. He's not, he like actually is not a total asshole. Yeah, he's, he's just he's kind just of a, a, he, a goofy yeah. guy skeeving on some lady, but he's nice. This was the role that uh, Miles Teller was born to play. It's a damn <laughs> shame that he wasn't. Which honest. one? AJ or? Uh... Oh, AJ, of course. Okay. <laughs> I'm just imagining that. That would have changed the movie, I think, completely around. That would have been funny. Um, Well, 
Logan, I'm kind of squeezing my notes out here. Oh, I got one more. Here we go. Uh, when AJ says uh, Jason, it reminded me of Heavy Rain. That is my final note for this film. <laughs> uh, let me see. I got a note here. Uh, when uh, Jason is trying to find out about his dad and he's looking up old headlines, they abbreviate Schenectady in the headlines. They, the guy was shot by Schenectady cop. They abbreviate it S-C-H apostrophe D-Y. And I just kept reading that as shitty cop shoots guy. Thought that was funny. That's very disrespectful. Mm, I'm sorry. He's a hero cop. Let's talk so about he the... Shot, sim- he shot first, right? <laughs> Let's talk about that. He shot first, right? Yeah, who shot first? The chicken or it the It was egg? Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he definitely he did. did. Okay, because I was watching... Full disclosure, I was watching this movie on a laptop in the back of a car. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> Bradley Cooper shot him first. Yep. Okay. It wasn't even really close. Like he shot, no. he shot him, and as he was falling out the window, he shot back at Bradley Cooper. The special edition, I'm sure, will change it. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that's uh, the, when he was running away from the cops when he finally got caught and killed. Uh, he w- ran into somebody's house, and then he ended up kind of, I guess, giving up on running, and he just called uh, Ava Mendez to tell her <laughs> to. Like, please don't tell my son about me. Am I right, ladies? Yes. Woo. Um, so this is a pretty good movie. Uh, here's, here's some situations to watch this movie in. Um, if you want to watch maybe kind of a thought-provoking film, if your disbelief can be suspended just a little bit to show a movie that deals more with themes than like actual like concrete you know, like like continuity and stuff. Um, don't maybe don't watch it when you're like drunk with your friends and you want to watch a silly movie because it's not that. Yeah, that would be a bummer. It's not that. Yeah. So um, the pick for next week is Frankenstein's armies. Let's talk about the symbolism of these names. Um, all right, we got uh, Bradley Cooper plays Booster Avery Gold. Man, or no. Avery Cross. Alex Cross. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any symbolism. Maybe there's something there, Cross. I don't know. Um, but I don't uh, think so. uh, 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 Ryan Gosling's name is Luke Glanton. And Glanton is an anagram for not lag in, suggesting that he is very fast, i.e., not laggy. And then the N-word, I guess they threw on there to just for emphasis, which I don't approve of. I think his last name should have been either Glayton or Glanto. No, Gla- uh, ins are uh, ins at the end of words uh, are cause strength. They they imply strength. So no, that was a good, that was a good call. Yeah, that a that, French this thing? movie really trusts its audience a lot. It, it wasn't said in the film, but if you see it on Wikipedia on the cast, uh, his middle name was uh, Godjez at uh, Kinox, which is an anagram for Sonic the Hedgehog, because he's got to go fast. <laughs> I was very surprised by that. Yeah, this director knows what he's doing. That was one name? Yeah, that was his middle name. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. It's the 90s, Matt. So, uh, what do you think the title of the movie means? Place Beyond the Pines. 
apparently Schenectady is Mohawk, like, relates, it's a Mohawk word, and it's similar to, I think it means, like, similar to Place Beyond the Pines. What does it mean, Logan, though? What does it mean? I don't know. Matt, what does it mean? Tell me. I think the place beyond the pines is loneliness, is seclusion from other people, and that Luke Glanton lived there. He was always there away from everybody out riding his bicycle, whereas Bradley Cooper, when he was faced with going to the place beyond the pines, that is terror and death for him, and he fled from it. So it's a literal place beyond the pines. It's literally the same place. Like when he gets when he gets robbed, he goes beyond the pines. When he goes off, Ray Liotta takes him off to that dirt road covered in pines. That's him about to get killed, and he he needs people, and he he yeah that seclusion is death to him. And also later when he gets robbed by that shitty kid. Uh, yeah, that kid was a real piece of shit, the Green Goblin. Ugh. At at that moment, he is worried that his son has been killed. And he's in his own place because no one can understand that feeling. And I think that that's, uh, that's ultimately, that's, you know, where Jason goes off to. Just goes off on the lonely road. That he doesn't have to. Self-sabotaging. Yeah. Same thing that his dad, his dad, Kofi. Some people don't want to go there. Some people live there. But you can't stay here. Exactly. It is, yes, Chinatown. It's a Mohawk word. Logan, do you have anything to add to this word quilt? We're going to do a jazz right now, but with words. Got nothing to add. You don't want to zest it up? Spice it up? I don't know how I could. You're put some red chili job. pepper flakes. Put some spice in there. Some sriracha. Uh, I felt really bad for the Sriracha Corporation. They did not trademark their bottle design closely enough because I'm seeing so many other brands uh, taking the rooster, the rooster, and the circle bottle and the green top, including my new product that uh, we're going to put out under the Hlatatmal label, uh, red cock sauce. Mm-hmm. Look for it at your local Panera Bread. Porno Wherever store. Paneras are sold. Or paninis. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, <laughs> notice uh, Turkey Chili's back on the menu at Panera? Finally, guys. Dirty. Hey, Dylan, what was your favorite scene in the movie? What? Ugh. Uh, my favorite scene was the third act. Okay. Hey, Matt, what was your favorite scene in the film? I don't know, Ryan Gosling's Robin Places? I mean, that was one thing uh, I was a little disappointed by after we... When he finally actually gets chased by the cops, like, through the graveyard and shit. I was a little disappointed that that wasn't crazier. Like, just, you know, we establish him doing the globe of death. Like, I don't know. I feel like I I wish that he had... Yeah, I think the Globe of Death is more metaphorical, I guess. They didn't have to, like... They didn't, I don't know if that was so much like Chekhov's Wheel of Death, even though it totally could have been that in a different movie, right? There's just a random bit of trivia. Derek Sanfranc says that there are 22 people in the U.S. who can do the Globe of Death. Oh, here's some trivia. He The director also says that the human mouth contains 33 teeth. He said that. Is that accurate? 
That's outrageous. So 22 people can do this. I have childhood memories of seeing this very same Wheel of Death at a Ringling Brothers circus, Rip in Peace. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I was actually looking for this, pretty sure I have a toy too as a child. Like where you, it's like a wand where you hold it down and then there's little motorcycles go inside a circle, go inside a, a sphere. I'm pretty sure I saw it one time. I feel like they were on like three wheelers. That sounds even worse. Lame. Yeah. I thought Three Wheelers were banned from the lawsuits. That was a long time ago. They were banned from lawsuits? You can't Mm -hmm. use them in your don't commit assault and don't sue us. The law says you can't. Yeah. At least until... What was your favorite scene? All right. Hey, my favorite scene was the first robbing scene. Because it seemed like at first he was being all careful. He's like, what are you going to do when you talk to the cops and stuff? And he's like, and he goes over that, and the guy was talking about how he only robbed the bank with a he could you could rob it without a no he doesn't like a gun. Then Ryan Gosling's character just runs in there. He starts shouting like grabbing a guy and waving a gun around. Yeah, like the most like unsubtle stupid thing you could do while robbing a bank. Yeah, they make it look easy, don't they? Yeah, that was ultimately like he wanted to. He said he wanted to do two banks at once. Yeah. Oh, every man's ultimate dream. Oh, yeah. All right. Especially if the banks are twins. I don't know what that means. Uh Uh-huh. Logan, you've seen this movie. What are some other movies you've seen? But wait, here's how I want you to do it. Movies first, and then anime second, so I can pee. I haven't really watched anything recently. This is a really long movie. It's your only job. (laughs) You spent all week... All two weeks watching this movie. Yes, I've also been really busy. Well, oh no, no, I, I watched Dark Matter season three. I watched some of that. Yeah. I actually kind of feel like watching this movie in segments wouldn't be a bad way to watch it. I watched it in segments. Just was it a bad segments. way? Yeah, it was a bad way. I was in a bad way when I had to watch this movie uh, in two t- two different settings. Yeah, you're in a car. Mm-hmm. Running from That's the a cops. Bumpy ride. So, what did you watch? You watched uh, Dark Space, Dark Tower, Dark Matter, Dark Matter, which is a sci-fi original series that got canceled recently. That's what they usually do. Yep. Hey, if I were to guess, if either of you have seen any Stargate television, I would guess Logan. Would I be right? Yes, I'm right. Matt, have you seen any Stargate television? Like a Stargate-themed television? One episode of a Stargate-branded television show. Not a whole episode. Oof. I think I saw the first few minutes of uh, Stargate Atlantis once. That was an accident, though. Logan? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched that since you Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. I'm getting the whiskey out. Woo! (laughs) Time to drink. What have you seen outside, or inside? Have you seen any cool shapes or cracks in your wall or bugs? No. What have you seen inside yourself? Nothing but darkness. You can see a, oh, well, did you see cool moth to light up the darkness with its, um, That's, you know, light It's okay. Bug? You're supposed to be dark on the inside. Oh, that's good then. Yeah. I thought something was wrong. No. Your body does not generate its own light from within. Unless you're like E.T. or some shit. That's good to know. But you see, it's not even from around here. 
Well, Logan, you know, you're not giving me much to work with, so I'm going to have to throw it to Matt. Hey! What you watch? Oh, what did I watch? Uh, I don't know. I talked about a ghost story, right? Ah. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, oh yeah, I watched Baby and Driver. Watch the Patriot. Oh, it's a great show. Are we still doing that? No, is that ever? I watched the okay. Baby Driver. <gasps> since you keep adding the to the thing that I oh, like. I love the Baby Driver. Logan, did you watch the Baby Driver? Oh uh, yeah, I need to. Okay. I think it came on uh, Blu-ray or something recently. Oh, it's out. Yeah, Baby Driver. If you don't know, is a movie about a manic character from a commercial who lives in Grand Theft Auto world, and it's pretty good. I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Good job, Edgar Wright. Yep. I guess you on the cheek. So, question about Baby Driver. At any point, does an actual baby drive a car? No babies in this film. Spoilers. Uh, actually, the main person you see driving the car is Baby. But is there, like, a like an actual baby? Well, he's well, an actor playing a baby. I guess that's true. He's a bit of a babe. In that he's a pig in the city. We do see a baby at one point. Do we? Okay. Yeah. Close enough, I guess. Yeah. It was in a car, but the car wasn't driving. I don't know if that... Well, cars don't drive themselves. People drive cars. Hmm. Or does the car drive the person? No, the hmm. people drive the cars, and the person rides in it. Oh, okay. Let me write that down. That's how cars work. I've been wondering that. Uh, Baby driver oh, yeah. coming soon. I also watched a little bit of um, The Walking Dead, like the most recent season that Ugh. they put on Netflix. I didn't watch any any between when I quit watching The Walking Dead and this, but um, the podcast i don't know the consulting firm that i made up they uh said that internet critics are supposed to have something called a hot take which is basically just an opinion that no one else has because it's insane and makes no sense uh so i started watching the season of walking dead that made everybody who was still watching it not like it anymore and i loved it I liked watching Harry, Dean, Stanton, Morgan torture all the assholes from that show that I don't like. So there, that's my hot take. Sounds very satisfying. Uh, I'll tell you if I think of anything else that I watched recently. Like right now while we're recording? Or Or are you going to tell us later or something? No, if you want to just sit quietly for... I just need to rest my eyes. Okay. I mean, we only have like eight minutes left. So, Dylan, what have you been watching recently? We only have eight minutes left. Oh <laughs> yeah, shit. I didn't know we we're in a timer here. Oh man, I'm yeah, this a lot more PM. All right, let me get my A game on. I put the, the thing on the event. Oh PM. man, but I'm so cool. I show up late and I leave late. Is that what cool people do? Do they stay longer at parties even because they show up later? I don't know. Never been to a party. So I've been house sitting recently, and that means I've been watching a lot of movies. Nope, don't get up and use Hooray. the bathroom, because there's a lot to discuss here. You guys should be here for this. Uh, so I saw Halloween 3, mostly. It was late and I was drunk. Um, movie's fucking nuts. It deserves its reputation. There's no 
there's no what's his name in it. Uh, the murderer, uh, Scorpion King, he's not in it. Although there are a lot of scorpions in it. Um, the main character, the protagonist, is a drunk, lecherous doctor who just kind of leaves his job and goes. It's just it's fucking nuts. Yeah, there's, go watch it. There's a Mike Myers joke in Baby Driver. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so watch Halloween three because it's nuts. Uh, I also saw Scream four. I've never seen any of the other Scream movies, but uh, Scream four was not bad. <laughs> I feel like I missed a lot. Uh, it's very funny because I think it came out like 2010. And I guess a lot of its plot is like, oh, man, it's not the 90s anymore. This ain't your daddy's scream. Uh, but that's funny because it's stuck in a time like right before like cell phone video recording. So it's hilariously even more out of date than what I assume like the older screams are. So that's kind of great. Like you've got a kid who's like, whoa, he's like live recording his life. But it's like the silliest like camera, like Google Glass setup with like a giant lens on it and not, you know, just holding a phone to his face. Uh, I also watched, no, don't judge me. You need to save that judgment for the next thing that I say after this. Uh, I also okay. watched the vacation movie, the new one, the newest one. What's that called? Uh, I think it's called vacation. Wait, is that the one with, uh, the... starring Ed Helms as rusty. What, yes. What's his last name? Oh, natural lampoons vacation. Okay. It's just called vacation. It is just called vacation. Um, yeah, that movie is, it's one of those situations where there are so many funny people in this. So many funny, like, little cameos. Like, uh, Tim Heidecker has a cameo. Nick Kroll. Uh, I'm, a bunch of, I mean, Ed Helms is very funny. You know, there's a lot of very funny people in this movie. And it is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it's very bad. Very bad. So, but like, so bad that it, it's not so bad it's good. It's so bad that it, it needs to be, like, studied with, like, an impassionate glare on your face it's so it's just it's just crazy to think like how 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 much stuff a movie can have going for it and i guess if like no one cares about the script it's just the worst piece of shit it's really bad last thing i saw it's all right guys we're almost out of this this is very embarrassing uh, i saw a couple episodes of the orville of what the orville i don't want to say it's oh the orville the i think it's called the orville or is it just called orville yeah, I've heard people really like that show, and they Have like it more you? than Star Trek. Oh shit! Okay, because it's a total oh, ripoff of Star Trek. Okay, which is sad. Which which is like fine. I, I didn't realize how much I needed Star Trek, like specifically like the Next Generation Star Trek, in my life. Like I didn't realize that was a thing that I really needed to have new episodes of until I like actually started like watching the Orville. The Orville is a bad show. Uh, it's it's pretty much like Star Trek: The Next Generation if like the characters weren't like future perfect like transcendent humans you know who like put the needs of others above their own like they act like real people right it's star trek with like the occasional shitty seth mcfarlane joke which is weird because like the characters will go from like being very competent star trek characters then one will say like "Ah, i gotta take a dump or something it's just like very it's very strange i guess that's where the humor comes from it's sad thinking that like if this show was like 10 percent better i would love it because it still wouldn't be a good show but uh yeah if you if you have that like itch of like you want a Star Trek thing, <laughs> watch the Orville, even though it's like as good as that old Nickelodeon Star Trek show from the nineties for little kids. If anyone of my generation remembers that show, it's closer to that than Star Trek. Yeah, I watched the the Orville. Oh I yeah, I remembered. It. I remembered the thing that uh, that. Uh, Seth MacFarlane should have done in a bunch of ways to die in the West that would have made the movie better. 
And it's just when uh, Doc Brown shows up, if he had just said something, that it turns out that he is a time traveler, and that's why he talks like oh, he's that would have made it hilarious. Yeah, and just goes back to the rest of the movie the way it is. If they had just well, dropped apparent, that, in. apparently Charlie Theron has a guest appearance mm-hmm. as his love interest. So I mean, that's going to be great. They had amazing chemistry. It's such good chemistry. I love seeing Seth MacFarlane. Um, Act as leading man and kiss ladies. I'm going to spoil the pilot. Uh, he, the pilot starts with him coming home and his wife is sleeping with an alien. Uh oh! And it flashes forward a year. He gets his own ship, and they they're having trouble filling the executive officer spot. That's the second second in command on the ship. And then the command comes in and gives him one. And uh oh! It's his ex wife. And he has to deal with having his ex wife as his second in command. And the premise is just like the shittiest, worst. Shitty sitcom bullshit. Is there live audience history. noises? Like, as, well, that's the thing, right? Because everything, like this, this, it's edited, uh, it's shot, even like everything's computer generated. Of course, there's no models, but it's edited, it's shot. The music is even all of it is Star Trek, like mid '90s Star Trek TV show. Hmm. Uh, but like I said, the scripts are just like it's just it's just so weird. The characters go from like being Star Trek characters to just like making asides about pooping or like dumb shit. Like I would say, it makes them feel more like real people than Star Trek people but it's just so jarring the way they do it but again i hate myself because if the show was like a couple notches better i probably would watch it even though there are so many better things to to spend my time doing like watching glow even though you did watch it anyway well you know what yeah i did did you watch glow no okay well, glow's pretty good you should watch it yeah i know glow's good i need to watch things that i don't know if they're gonna be good to find i mean out. why don't you just watch things that you know are good that way you enjoy them i'll do it this afternoon Hey, uh, Dylan, before we wrap up, I have one more question about Luke Glenton. Please. Was he slow? That's no good. In the head he was. That was a Baby Driver reference, but you didn't play along. Oh, yeah. I I forgot that that's what you're doing. I thought you were doing a Sonic the Hedgehog thing. That's fine. I I watched it a lot more. Gotta watch Baby Driver again. Man, that's a good movie. John Hamm's great in it, too. You didn't expect that, did you? You get John Hamm for words. I like John Hamm. I didn't notice John Hamm in this film. He's in this film. In the Baby Diver. Oh. I didn't notice any driving babies in this movie. Uh, someone needs to get uh, this, this man uh, uh, a mixtape of babies driving cars because yeah, that's coming up a lot. If this podcast was a word cloud. It kind of ended with a driving baby, you know? Oh, I get it. Uh, also, he's playing a, a high school student. He would have been in like his late 20s, I think, when the movie came out. I should have stopped with the other thing I said. Because you guys made so, noises after I said that. That means it's that's better than when you make zero noises after true. I talk. The time is eight o'clock. Publix is now closed. Well, you know, sometimes I make noises and I just, uh, oh boy, turn that uh, phone off. Sometimes Dylan. I make, yeah, what the fuck? I do turn. Oh, my iPad didn't turn off. Damn it. Uh, sometimes I make noises and my mic is muted, so you don't hear the noises. And sometimes I laugh at the things people say, but my mic is muted. It's hard uh-huh. to, you know, it's hard to know when I need to contribute. Yeah. In fact, is my mic muted now? I'm going to go ahead and unmute it. Hey, Dylan's back. That's good. I was trying to confuse him. Hey, should we try and let Dylan pick a movie again, or 
No, it's my turn. All right. I want it, please. I want it now. Exactly. Now, if I can only remember what movie I was going to pick. <laughs> I had a, oh, he's doing, a, he's doing a me thing. Oh, this is no, I'm not. No one said the thing. It's a rib, yeah. Matt. Dylan, if you can pick a movie before Logan can remember. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, all right. He's all not right. going to. I'm not going to fuck this up. I'm going to take it. I'm not going to throw away my shot. I'm going to be just like. I mean, are we in a competition or can I just say the movie I was going to pick? Yeah. All right. As long as I'm saying nothing. Both. Bad batch. Making noise. No one else can pick something. All right. My pick is American Horror Story Season 5. Logan already said Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. The Anna Lily Amanpur movie. Christine Amanpur is great. All right. Bad Batch. The Bad Bastiche? Next week, the prestige. This looks like bad. The bad batch. The baby yep. batch. Great. Hey, thanks for listening. This show is over now because it's eight o'clock. And good night. And thanks for listening. And rate and We've review all our email. Those are the rules of the show. Nothing happens at three p.m. That's what we put the. I put the event as to like set a timetable. Yep. Listeners out there, we're all aware it. of it. <laughs> Good night. Stick around after the show to hear us argue with one another. Nope. It's already started. Uh, When you go to Netflix and search for Bad Batch, you also get apparently a documentary called Bad Kid Begins. It brings up a... uh, Let's watch that. That's like a genre listing? It brings up a bad batch of movies? I think so. I think there's a documentary about that, uh, the Make-A-Wish kid with leukemia who, who got to be like Batman. Do you remember that story? You heard about this? Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. Well, apparently it's like it's a documentary in the news. It, so I'm going to watch that. I mean, you guys can watch what you want to watch. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But, I mean, that's what I'm watching. The Bat Batch. Fat, the Bad Batch 3. What? Bat Batch? Bat Bitch. That's a... I, I messed that up. 30 that's rock. a... Uh, you said you were a bad bitch? Is that what you said, Dylan? I'm a badass bitch. I can't give myself that title. I think it's something others can bestow on you. Are you that fishing for us to do that? I would never do that with y- y'all guys, batcha guys over mm, here. If you were, that'd be a real bad bitch move, and I think I'd probably want to bestow the title on you then, but you didn't. Yeah. Man, you guys have cool nicknames. I don't. I'm a little jealous. Yeah. Wait, we have cool nicknames? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Our nicknames are. We get cool. those. Uh, if you email the show at HLTOTMOW at Gmail, that stands for, hey, let's talk about this movie or whatever at Gmail. And nothing else. And submit, uh, our new nicknames, then we have to go by those names for at least one episode. Any, already submit to our Gmail will be tattooed on my body. That's a, hey, let's have my promise. All right. Do they have to pay for it or... Pay for the art that yeah, I will not the pay tattoo? for your supplies to draw this. Are you gonna do it yourself? I Luke I, I, style. I can't paint this tattoo myself. It's gonna have to be someone out there. Alright. So email the show and you can do the real thing that I said, or you can go to Dylan's house and tattoo him. Hey, let tattoo Mal. That's a real thing, so you do it, so 
Can't back out now. Okay. It's binding. Just like my tattoo wounds from my tattoo I gave myself. The wounds are binding? Yep. That's weird. The slump is supposed to do that. They're joining together in a beautiful tattoo. Is that what a tattoo is? What's tattoo? Wouldn't that tattoo, that I think, is like a Russian band or something? Okay. Oh, yeah. And those girls kissed in the video. And it was the 90s, so it was so scandalous. Yeah, and then they got locked up for being gay in Russia. Yeah, and even though, weren't they not really gay? Yeah. It was just a... The greatest trick they ever pulled was that they weren't really gay. Hmm. You remember when they were on Saturday Night Live, and then they went in to do the kiss during the kiss part of that song, and then they just, like, cut away... Like somebody playing I, a guitar or something for a few minutes. I don't remember that at all. That you guys doing hilarious. a bit? Is this an alternate reality? What is happening? No, that was a real kissing? Thing. Not familiar. Oh yeah, you're a little younger than us. You might not have masturbated to that video when you were a kid. <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> Good night. So. <laughs> We're all going to Publix. Hey, everybody, we're going to Publix. Oh, do you think their hot food's still out?